0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Daily Money Show. My name is Kent Brown, co-founder here at Granger & Brown. This is The Daily Money Show for Tuesday, August 11th, 2020. And on this podcast, we talk about anything and everything to do with the world of money. But we educate you as well because finance, economics, investments can be extremely confusing, and people just don't have time to figure those things out. That's where this show comes in. We take that confusing world... Simplify it so that you feel more empowered because you become more knowledgeable. And with that knowledge, you can make better decisions with your money. Now, you get the show on Apple Podcasts. You can get the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, and TuneIn Radio. Just search for The Daily Money Show. You can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter as well, where I post articles that I talk about on the show if you want to look those up as well. Make sure you like us and follow us if you would. So let's talk about today's episode. Congress blaming each other, but no stimulus bill thus far. Also, delinquencies might soar in 2021, and corporate bankruptcies on track for a 10-year high. All right, let's jump into the markets real quick. The uh, S&P 500 finished the day at 33.33. It was down 0.8% on the day. Uh, the recent all-time high, 33.86. Now, intraday, like in trade uh, during trading hours, we hit 33.81. So we were roughly five points from the all-time high, and then the S&P tanked. Into the close, Uh, it finished down, like I said, 0.8%. It's down roughly 2% from that recent all-time high, 33.86. The Dow finished down 0.38% to 27.686. It's down roughly 6% from its recent all-time high. And the NASDAQ finished down today 1.69% to 10,782 down roughly 3% from its recent all-time high. All right, so uh, we'll see what happens over the next couple of days as far as the market is concerned. My account, I am short uh, in ETF that tracks small cap stocks. Uh, But let's jump into it for the day. Stimulus build on hold. So over the weekend, we uh, the president issued the executive orders, including a continuation of unemployment payments, it comes out to like 400 bucks a month. Uh, Now, negotiations, uh, the last time we had negotiations between the White House and Democratic leaders, that was on Friday, and that broke down, and it doesn't look like we have any progress as of today, but we've got this article from politico.com titled Blame Game, in high gear as COVID relief talks stall. So this is from today. Uh, each side blaming the other for no progress, right? Republicans blaming Democrats, Democrats, uh, Democrats blaming Republicans. Uh, but we'll see if we get a stimulus bill as uh, anytime soon. Now remember, uh, we talked about this a few episodes ago based on, I think it was two episodes ago, uh, based on the letter from a hundred CEOs regarding business, small business as far as needing help. and if they don't get that help, you know what could happen? They mentioned in the letter that by Labor Day, we could have big problems if actions weren't taken soon. Labor Day is September 7th. We're only well, a little under a month away from that kind of time frame that they gave. Uh, So the next three to four weeks, if they are correct, then the next three to four weeks are critical for small business. And what they need, what small business needs is liquidity, right, to weather this storm, this problem. Uh, And if private institutions like banks, if they're not lending or if they have tightened their standards, we talked about that as well recently, banks tightening standards for corporate and industrial loans, right? if small business is having issues getting any type of loan or some type of liquidity into their business, what other source are they going to go to or hope for that isn't, that's, it's government, right? So if the government doesn't do anything then small business are going to be on their own for the next however long and they'll just have to kind of make do and see what happens, right? But if those CEOs are correct, then by September 11th, basically in the next month, uh, we could start to have or we could see some big problems and if if there is still no help going into the end of the year, uh, then we might have a big problem uh, as far as small business is concerned. And as you know, remember, roughly uh, 44% of GDP of our country's GDP, 40 almost half of GDP, it comes from small business. So, if they fall off a cliff, right, what is that going to do to the economy and what's that going to do to the recovery as far as how long it's how much longer it could take to recover if a lot of small businesses permanently close down? So Um, here's another thing that we've got going on. This is nationalmortgagenews.com, uh, from today, serious delinquencies will soar in 2021 without more borrower aid. All right, here's a little bit from the article. If there is no further government support for Americans whose income has been impacted by the coronavirus, the seriously delinquent mortgage rate will quadruple. By the end of next year, CoreLogic predicted, uh, this is a quote from the CEO, barring additional intervention from the federal and state governments, we are likely to see meaningful spikes in delinquencies over the short to medium term, said Frank Martel, president and CEO of CoreLogic, in a press release. All right, so uh, s- potential problems with small business, now people... Uh, having a a hard time or not just paying their mortgage if they don't have a job, uh, have that on hold. They're not paying their mortgage. And also we've got this. This is thehill.com from today. Corporate bankruptcies on pace for 10-year high. here's from the article. As of August 9th, a total of 424 companies have filed for bankruptcy more than any year since 2010 a decade ago, 546 companies had declared bankruptcy as of August 9th, followed by another 273 firms. All right, so what uh, what they're saying is in 2010 at this time or as of August 9th in 2010, 546 had declared bankruptcy and then for the rest of the year, an additional 273 filed for bankruptcy. So that's 2010 obviously right after the financial crisis. So we'll see where we end up this year as far as corporate bankruptcies uh, and but we'll see what happens next year regarding corporate bankruptcies. Um, but you know we right now as far as the economy we've got tens of millions of people on some type of unemployment insurance potentially we've got a big problem with delinquencies small business We've got corporate bankruptcies on track for a 10 year high. So, yeah, we might be uh, facing some hard times a little longer than what some people may believe. Now, maybe Congress gets together and passes a, a huge stimulus bill this week or next week, or they agree on something, right? Between this time and when they actually pass it, and when that funding, if there's enough for small business, uh, but if we've got small business, between now and three to four weeks from now. And that's kind of a time frame in which those CEOs said uh, by Labor Day, uh, we could have big problems. And if we've got corporate bankruptcies, or we, if we just don't have enough revenue coming into business for businesses to maintain and keep their employees, right? Again, we could be facing some, some hard times here for Yeah, a little longer than what uh, some people may believe, but we'll, we'll keep you up to date as we go along. That's all we've got for today. We will talk to you again on Friday. And as always, bad debt equals lots of regret. Bye now.
1: All information and materials discussed on this podcast are for educational purposes only. Opinions expressed on this podcast are based on information considered reliable, but Granger and Brown cannot guarantee the accuracy of the information, nor should it be relied upon. The host is an active trader who may be invested in securities or investments discussed on this program in which he may take long or short positions. Also, the host's trading may be short-term in nature and positions disclosed should not be taken as investment advice nor recommendation to buy or sell any securities or investments. The information discussed on this podcast should not be used as a recommendation to buy or sell any securities or investments or taken as investment advice. There could be real risk of loss, by following any opinions or investment strategy discussed on this podcast as prices regarding securities or investments may rise or fall dramatically depending on the market environment. Current or past performance is no guarantee of future results. Investments or securities discussed on this podcast may not be suitable for any individual's situation. Individuals should seek advice from a licensed investment professional or professionals regarding their own personal investment situation, time horizon, or needs. Returns and information in this podcast are estimates only and might not be exact. There are risks when investing in real estate, including liquidity risk, in which the sale of your real estate purchase could take a prolonged amount of time. Also, if you choose to sell your real estate purchase, you might have to sell it for less than what you originally paid. There are also risks and possible tax consequences associated with investing in real estate inside an IRA. Granger and Brown Investments is not a registered investment advisor or broker-dealer. Granger and Brown Investments is not an accounting firm and does not give tax advice regarding any security or any real estate transaction. You may want to consult with an accountant, attorney, real estate agent, or financial advisor before proceeding with any transaction regarding securities or real estate.